Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're visiting with our friends from School District 181. Our guest today is John Anderson. John is the principal at Forest View Middle School. John, welcome to Community Focus. Yes, good afternoon, Ken and Tess, and thank you for the opportunity to chat with you a little bit about all the things that are happening here in the district and in Forest View. Well, 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 it's been an interesting year already, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It sure has. Um, And if you go back to mid-March, it's been a very interesting Mm -hmm. ride. Um, All the way back from ending of last school year throughout the summer and monitoring what's going on with our COVID numbers and then to designing what our safe learning plan is going to look like moving into this school year. So you're right. It has been an interesting ride. Um, But let me tell you, our staff, have been unbelievable Mm -hmm. as far as digging in and being flexible and being very creative on how we can do the best that we can to deliver the best education we can to our kids. I'd say a lot of these educators have risen to the challenge, haven't they? Oh, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's impressive. Yeah. So, John, tell us about uh, how how things are structured, if you will, uh, how, how the school year is working at Forest View. Absolutely, um, and thanks for the opportunity to share that a little bit. You know, from the onset, um, as we started having some conversations, really to refine and define what we needed to do when we started this in August, you know, when the state put together these are the, the, the parameters and the guidelines for the safe learning plan, we, we went back to, the, to our mission, and we sat down and we talked about our mission as a school. You know, Forest View strives to ensure a safe, nurturing learning environment that challenges and prepares each student for success. Now, the way we can do that doesn't it was, is going to change uh, between distance learning and our hybrid model, but we just really said our mission is to provide a safe place for kids to be deeply engaged in content. And so if we do that, we'll find a way to make it work in whatever way that we can. So that was kind of our goal and our mission with staff moving forward going into the school year. So we have two versions of the hybrid model at Forest View. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I'll talk specifically to 6th through 8th now, because that's more of the hybrid hybrid that you think about of the every other day and those types of things. So, um, And that's similar to um, ninth through 12th grade as well, is that we have our, we've, we've taken our student population and we've split them in half, an A group and a B group. And the A group comes to school physically, so we have 50% of our kids in 6th through 8th grade coming to school physically, on Monday and Tuesday, and then the other 50% comes to school physically on Thursday and Friday, with Wednesday being a full day for both groups to be at home working on um, uh, off-campus distance learning activities set forth by the teachers. So each kid, if, if I'm a group A kid, I'm in school on Monday and Tuesday, then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I log on to my... Uh, my uh, school uh, given Chromebook. Chromebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I jump on my Google Classroom, log in, and they will have learning activities that that keep the scope and sequence moving for what kids need to cover with their learning targets based on their grade level standards. So every day, whether you're in person or at home, there is rigorous relevant content for kids to be working on. That was, again, we go back to our mission statement, that's what we needed to focus on with our kids to make sure whether they're in person, full distance learning, or an off-campus kid based on our hybrid model, 
that we need to make sure that we're engaging in through whatever means that we can. And so that's kind of what a sixth through eighth grade day looks like and and a week looks like. Now, fifth grade is a little bit different, is that we have all fifth grade kids here every day, other than the families and the kids who choose to go full distance learning. Um, so we run it similar to a hybrid uh, structure, is that we have 50% of the kids in their classrooms and the teams, and then the other 50% are placed in what we call learning center. Okay, um, so we have uh, our our learning center um, is where those on those days that students are in the in the learning center, um, they have their education facilitated by paraprofessionals, um, and they work through their daily schedule, completing those teacher designed lessons through Google Classroom. Okay, and as you know. Google Classroom allows for the posting a wide variety of activities and video instruction and screencastify and interactive lessons. And so our fifth grade staff done a marvelous job with that. Wow. So the paraprofessionals guide and answer those questions throughout the day. We have exercise breaks and social times built in during the learning center. Recess is scheduled for every fifth grader every day. Um, and then we, as always, um, as part of our mission statement, um, safety, safety, safety. So we have appropriate safety, distancing procedures, and cleaning procedures throughout the day. So our fifth grade kids are there every day. One day that they'll be in the classroom. The next day they'll be um, doing their extension lessons and their practice and additional instruction through the through the learning center. And we just look at that learning center as just an extension of the classroom. Yeah, that's what and it sounds it like. Some flexibi- yeah, yeah, provides some flexibility for us to to reach those kids every day on campus physically with them there. Mm-hmm. So one last piece, if I can just share with you, I know there's been a lot of questions about um, uh, um, safety. Uh, so we follow the state guidelines, the CDC guidelines, and then we also kind of layered on forest view guidelines. So first things first, our kids wearing masks every day. We thought that might be potentially problematic. Our kids have been awesome. Mm-hmm. The force has just been wonderful. They're resilient, uh, those and, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and sometimes probably more flexible and resilient yeah. than, than adults are. Big time. So they came in with <laughs> big wide eyes, and they were happy to be back in school, and our staff were just you know, doing somersaults, and we can do what we do best is yep. working with kids face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what we also do is we know that kids, because you know we're in middle school, and you know how middle school goes, you have you know a bell that rings, you have passing time, you go from one class to another class. So what we do at the end of every class period, we wash down every desk. Our teachers and students do that with soapy water. Mm-hmm. And then we also hand sanitize on the way out of the classroom and hand sanitize on the way into the classroom. We wanted to have an overabundance of caution and safety. So you have a little peace of mind that when your student is here at Forest View, that they are in a very, as best that we could do, make sure that that place is clean mm-hmm. and disinfected and, and ready to go so you can focus on learning. Now, every every night there's some deep cleaning that goes on um, to make sure that the next morning uh, that, that the learning space is as clean and pristine as we can possibly make it. Very oh. interesting. Oh John, if you will, also talk a bit about some of the other aspects of life at school. So there are some things that can't take place. Now, I would assume, uh, well, maybe I'm wrong. Tell us about lunch and then uh, extracurricular activities. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so our, our our lunch has changed significantly. And as you can probably well imagine, if you've had any chance to talk to 
to parents or kids um, or uh, teachers or anybody that's involved in school that, you know, almost every aspect of school has been tweaked either significantly or slightly um, just to make sure that we're, you know, providing the most safe environment for kids. So our, our lunchroom has been turned into our learning center. So we have our kids spaced out in the, in the learning groups, the learning cohorts there by team. So um, the students in fifth grade during the learning center days will eat in the, in the cafeteria during that time, and they're spaced out um, properly and, and socially distanced according to, to our plan. Um, but our sixth, seventh, eighth grade students um, are eating lunch in their classrooms and team areas, again, spread out uh, socially distanced, and then supervised by the teachers. So students are coming down for, for hot lunch, walk down the, uh, on the uh, outside hallway of the cafeteria into the kitchen, receive their hot lunch, um, go back out into the hallway, and then walk back up into their team area supervised by their teachers. And uh, So our half of our fifth grade kids will do that, and then all of our sixth, seventh, and eighth grade kids in the hybrid program will do that. Okay. Um, our teachers so far are saying that they've, they've really enjoyed that time, because it's lunchtime and they can supervise these kids and it's quiet and they can talk and get to know each other a little bit better. See, um, yeah, the golden lining there, silver lining, I should it say. It has been a silver lining <laughs> to the cloud that there's been some really good relationships built already in the first two weeks of school mm-hmm. that we probably wouldn't have to have the opportunity with our conventional learning. Right. But clear, we all want everything to we want COVID to be over with and get back to what we do best and having kids here every day physically in front of our faces so we can, again, do what we do best. The parents want so, that, too, I think. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm a I'm an, uh, school administrator, part of me, and I have three kids in the public school system, yep. and, I can, and I absolutely agree. So, <laughs> yes. You know, Ken, you, you mentioned a few things, you know, about activities. Yes. And activities are still being offered. Uh, uh, and again, those are significantly changed as well, but we're still offering some opportunities. Uh, and I'll just say to our listeners that any questions that you have about um, uh, activities, safety, um, our safe learning plan, um, our, our learning targets and our outcomes, it's all listed on our website. And so if you just go to isd181.org, just start looking around there. That information is there. But if you have specific questions after looking at that, please call the Forest View specifically if it's uh, questions about Forest View. Yeah. 218-454-6000. And we will get you the information that you need um, and, and go from there. But we do have activities. They are already started, but it's not too late to be involved in any fall activities. And like I said, that website, isd181.org, if you go click on the activities link, we'll show you all the information, what's available for activities, and we'll show you the guidelines of which we are providing a, a safe area for activities. Yeah. Some other things on the website, um, just for some reminders, that um, if you are, I should just share with you that we were lucky enough from the state and actually from from uh, federal government that we are able to provide free meals to all students every day, regardless of qualifying for free and reduced lunches or not. So we encourage families to, to take advantage of that, but we also encourage families that are listening that might be eligible for, for meal benefits to 
continue to do and fill out that application because that application could help you out to have some reduced fees for activities or even having uh, the opportunity to be in, involved in activity for free. But oh. we need families uh, to fill out that meal benefit form, and that will help us to help them move forward and take advantage of the, of the things that we can provide here at the school district. Good point. So that's on the website as well. And I know, Ken and Tess, we've had a lot of, lot of phone calls and emails and questions, you know, ranging from one side of the spectrum to the other, mm-hmm. everything from transportation to food service to activities to academics to safety. Um, again, I hate to keep saying this, but on the website, there is a link, and it's called Frequently Asked Questions. And so we've compiled all of the questions that community members have had throughout, basically, since July and have them on one link. So if there are some questions, I would just refer to all the listeners to go to isd181.org, click on that big red bar that you see right in the front screen, and it says Frequently Asked Questions, and it answers anything that you could possibly think of of how district-wide we are providing um, services and support and academics through the Safe Learning Plan. And if there is a question that you still need some more specifics to, call the school district, call the schools, and we just love to, to help you out. Very good. And, of course, uh, as you uh, head into the year, we're hoping things continue to go well, but I know the state has guidelines, and if numbers were to increase, uh, things change, don't they, John? Correct, correct. And um, there is a link to the, the Department of Ed document that, that shows us what the guidelines are as far as the three types of plans that you have to have um, written into each school district for the safe learning plan. So, and it's based on the 14-day average per 10,000 people. Um, I, I, in my building, just listen to what the district is telling me as far as the numbers and where things are going, but it's all outlined in that plan that, that um, if the numbers look really good, and we're dropping, we're, we're eligible to make a decision district-wide or even building by building mm-hmm. to take a look. Do we go full students with those proper precautions in place? If the numbers are as such, uh, like they are right now, we're in the hybrid method where we go 50% occupancy in the schools and do the social distancing. And if our numbers obviously get worse, we go back to where we were um, in April and May. We go to full distance learning. Um, we have plans of each, each one of those three paths in each one of our buildings as far as the transition and how that can go. And so right now we just try to maintain and keep a good eye on where the numbers are at. But the Department of Health, Department of Ed, and then our school district leadership uh, are communicating on a regular basis to take a look at those trends and to determine what, you know, what direction are we going and potentially what do we need to prepare for. So um, right now we're we you know we're we're hybrid across the board. Uh, hopefully our numbers are going to hold steady. Hopefully they go in the direction that we want them to go. But if they don't, we're going to be prepared. Um, as I mentioned earlier, with our mission to provide the best education we can in whatever means possible, yeah. safely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, John, uh, that's uh, well said. And the the thing I guess that it boils down to is everybody in the community needs to continue to practice these safety protocols. And if that happens, those kids stay in school, and that would be a good thing. They absolutely can. If I can just piggyback to that comment as well, um, just another message to the listeners on behalf of our students, on behalf of our staff, 
and admin uh, from Forest View Middle School specifically, we'd like to thank our parents for being so flexible, understanding, and supportive um, as we've tried to design some things and put some pieces together. Uh, they've just been so flexible and supportive. Uh, it's it's been heartwarming to see how well and how how great that we've come together yeah. uh, as a community to, to move forward with this. So again, thanks to the community for for taking a great step forward with this as well. Very, very good. good. Well, John, it's been uh, just very informative talking to you about what's going on at Forest View. We uh, salute you for all the hard work that has gone into this, not only you, but all the staff Staff. there at Forest Mm -hmm. View and throughout the district to make this happen this year. And and we wish you continued success. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Ken and Tess, I appreciate that. And you you know that uh, our our staff are going to work tirelessly to keep things moving forward to get the best education for our kids. We know. (laughs) John, thank you very, very much. You bet. Have a great afternoon, you too, and thanks again for the opportunity. Thanks, John. You're welcome. John Anderson is the principal at Forest View Middle School here in School District 181. Again, you can find out more about the plan and other things at isd181.org, and uh, I hope you will take the time to check that out. That is today's edition of Community Focus. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website, 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.